0: Uh, I will kindly ask uh, Axel Kalinowski from the London Stock Exchange to be the first speaker of the day. Again, I'd like to thank him for uh, the partnership we have developed over these 12 years. And Axel, the floor is yours. Um, again, a warm welcome on behalf of the London Stock Exchange. It's, it's great to see so many of you early in the morning um, already here. Um, I have a, some, a short presentation, not too many numbers, not, not to worry. Um, but as Nicolas sort of mentioned, uh, we've been partnering with Capital Link now for the 12th year. Um, in fact, some of you might remember the first few years we used to host this very event at the London Stock Exchange. But it's sort of, in size and popularity, it's grown so much that it's outgrown our own capacity, which is why it sort of had to move out of the London Stock Exchange. But that's credit to the, to the team at Capital Link, particularly Nicolas, Olga, and, and, and the wider team sort of putting together this fantastic event. Um, but just to show that uh, as London Stock Exchange, we are very strong believers and, and followers and have obviously many clients and uh, interact with investors which have heavily invested uh, in this space. Over the next few minutes, I wanted to sort of give you a short overview. Um, first of all, who the London Stock Exchange is, many of you will already know, um, but also give you an update in terms of what's happening from a capital markets perspective, um, both on a global basis uh, as well as sort of more specifically in London. Um, as you know, uh, London Stock Exchange traces its very history, so as an in in institution with over 200 years uh, history, it traces its, its own history back to the shipping sort of community when back in the sort of back streets of around the coffee houses in the City of London, um, people sort of came together to um, de-risk um, those shipping expeditions and trade missions. Um, and and sort of share that that profit and and risk involved in in sort of launching the ships far afield. So this is how the actual, the first exchange was evolved, starting from the shipping sector. Today the exchange is obviously a very um, interesting institution, I would say. Um, It's not just a building in London. It's today, it's a a global um, institution. In fact, we are uh, just right now in in merger conversations with with a big um, um, tech firm and a data sort of provider. Um, but essentially it touches on various fields, uh, inc- real-time information, uh, post-trade infrastructure, as well the exchange business itself that many of you w- will be familiar with, where all the buying and selling of shares takes place. As London Stock Exchange, we also operate the Italian Stock Exchange, so Borsa Italiana is part of the London Stock Exchange group. But just to say, we have got over 6,000 employees and most of them are outside of London and in- across many places in Europe, so very, very European, but also very global institution around a quarter of the revenues of the London Stock Exchange are generated in the US, for instance. And the London Stock Exchange is listed on the London Stock Exchange. So um, it's, it's, it's globally held by institutional investors. When I joined the exchange, the share was at 6 pounds 80. Uh, today, it's, it's 65 pounds. So it's been doing fairly well in a relatively short period of time. So just to show that it's a r- very dynamic institution. Let's have a look in terms of what's happening Former, um, uh, yeah, uh, just to touch on London, why, why London, why are we all sitting here? Um, obviously London is a global f- um, financial center. Um, you would think that when we open the news and, and read about the news and listen about the news that, you know, things have come to a standstill. It couldn't be further from the truth. I think London has been around for a long time and will be around for a long time. Also at London Stock Exchange, we've seen a fair amount of activity, but London itself is, is, a, is a global powerhouse of finance. So, for instance, uh, it's the number one foreign exchange center in the world. More U.S. dollars are cleared in London than are cleared in the U.S. Um, about one-third of, of global assets are uh, managed out of London, so there's a huge pool of capital that sits here from across the world. And there are many, many other things. I don't want to go into too many th- uh, details, but what makes London very, very unique on a global basis. And we as the London Stock Exchange sit at the very heart of it and, and are very well linked with um, everyone. From a capital markets perspective, um, I think it's quite interesting to point out that um, contrary maybe to, to sort of um, uh, common belief, the market has been open and it's been very, very active. So you can, and it's actually somewhat uh, performing differently to other markets. So here, in, on, on this chart, you can see that um, on the left, um, this is this is looking at um, IPO volumes this year, 2019, compared to 2018. So you can see that London is actually up 33% compared to 2018, um, which makes it very unique. The rest of Europe is down 56%. Um, so that's quite interesting. And uh, also on a global basis, volumes are down actually 21%. So London has been um, outperforming the rest. When we look at the top 10 deals in Europe, six out of the top 10 actually took place in London, touching various geographies, various sectors, um, et cetera. But I thought that's uh, quite an interesting statistics because it's not something you might think when you sort of open the newspapers. One of the reasons for it is that um, a lot of, like I mentioned before, a lot of capital sits in London, but uh, uh, London has a very dedicated pool of capital, so um, there are around $300 billion uh, that sit in London that are accessible to, to companies that are listed in London exclusively. So if you list somewhere else, then, then you, you don't really qualify because those are UK-mandated funds that you would access. And that's obviously um, a of pool of capital that is, exceeds um, most other places. Um, yeah, just to showcase a couple of sort of landmark listings that you might have come across as well, uh, we ha- welcomed uh, just uh, um, early, like early this year Network International, which is a Middle Eastern company, a financial payments services business. Last year we had Aston Martin just in front of the London Stock Exchange, so you can see there a picture with the flag that's right in front of the London Stock Exchange, so that was a great occasion. We had uh, Red Bull f- uh, Formula One cars standing in front of the exchange building, etc. Um, and then we also had a fintech company just to showcase three companies that have been sort of um, coming to London to raise capital. From a sh- shipping sort of sector and maritime sector perspective, but more specifically on shipping, here just a little um, sort of overview of what's been happening in terms of fundraising activity. So you can see that on average um, about $9.5 billion are raised every year, so you, you know it's, it's, it's something to point out that actually companies are active on capital markets raising money. Most of the money that is raised is actually uh, by follow-on issues, so those are secondary issues, where a company is already public and is coming back to the market for a second or third time. Um, So this is the dark blue bit, and then in, in the light blue bit you can see sort of the genuine IPO sort of issuance, which is basically companies coming to the market for the very first time. And there is a fluctuation there, but you can see sort of further issues Uh, Very, very stable, pretty much across across every single year. Certain years a little bit higher than normal, but even post financial crisis, even the years 2008, 2009, where you would think that um, the world has fallen over, actually there were record amounts of of sort of capital issuance, and this is, I think, one of the sort of specific things that I would point out um, to you in terms of when you think about how to fund a business that is sort of operating in this space. Um, capital markets are just a puzzle of the piece, but they can be a very important puzzle because, as the chart shows, even in a crisis period, investors tend to support the companies they already have in the portfolio, uh, whereas, for instance, um, if, you're, if you're relying purely on a the lender, th- there can be issues in terms of accessing further sort of funding f- from those in sort of difficult times. So it's sensible to have a diversified source of capital and, and funding just to de-risk and, and be able to manage and, and cushion certain developments, which are sometimes out of our hands. Um, so yeah, so it's, a, it's an important piece of puzzle, and and a lot is possible. Um, basically, we've seen a, a lot of different structures, and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it. Just in terms of global ECM activity, in, in the sort of global maritime shipping and transportation space, um, over the last 24 months, we've seen two deals in London, um, and interestingly, um, Seven out of the top ten sort of global t- equity deals were in Europe, only um, one, n- none, in, in, none in the US. So none of the top ten global ECM um, sort of IPOs took place in the US. Seven out of uh, ten in, 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 in Europe, two, two out of those in London. So that's quite an interesting sort of development. On the further issue side, um, a lot of activity in Asia in particular. Sort of A lot of Asian companies sort of coming back to the market for a second or third time. So sort there's of been a lot of activity in that space. And by the way, this uh, presentation is available sort of post-conference. Um, I think it will be circulated. It's downloadable on the website. so, Or you can sort of study that <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah, London it's itself, of course, I don't need to tell you, has an ecosystem in this space. Touching on companies with, with a long-standing um, history, and we are proud to be part of part of the ecosystem. With many of those listed on the London Stock Exchange. In fact, we have 27 companies that are listed in the space currently um, on the London Stock Exchange, with various degrees of success. So some have been uh, doing extremely well. Um, others sort of have been sort of um, 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 sort of performing sort of on a stable basis. Um, but there yeah, are a lot of sort of activity in the space. Um, to single one out, for instance, Clarkson's is quite an interesting sort of company that has um, raised comp- uh, sort of capital for three times over the last uh, five years for various reasons. The, the first capital raise was in connection with, with an acquisition of RS Plateau, um, a sort of um, a Nordic business, advisory business that they, that they acquired. Um, so they came to capital markets to raise money for that. And then they came um, a second and third time to raise uh, money. In total, they raised 144 million dollars over the last few years. So they've been using capital markets for the right purpose. And then a sort of uh, interesting um, business is also Tafhtnochennik. I think we'll have someone from Tafhtnochennik sort of speaking later on today as well here. Um, but it, from our point of view, it's an interesting business. It's basically, a fund that uh, has raised, raised capital to acquire, um, to provide steady fields, uh, yields to investors, but uh, predominantly acquire a second-hand sort of vessels in the market and then sort of operate them. Um, and yeah, they basically raised $91 million at IPO and then uh, just a few months ago in March, they raised another $50 million uh, to, for instance, um, acquire a container ship. Um, so yeah, interesting business uh, because the fund is also trading at the premium to net asset value. So there is sometimes this perception that um, companies don't, don't trade at net asset value or below a net asset value. This is actually a, a, a fund that is trading slightly but, but still above net asset value as you can see by the blue line um, on, on the chart there. So yeah, th- this is just a very s- short um, snapshot um, to highlight um, just very briefly what is happening from, from, a, from a capital markets perspective. It uh, will be a pleasure to sort of touch base with you as during the day, um, I'll be around. And, and if not, sort of uh, please consider us, the doors at the London Stock Exchange because we are not too far from here, always open. So very happy to sort of um, shake hands with you and sort of discuss what's happening in the space and see what ways we may, may be able to work together. So thank you very much and enjoy the conference.